Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What are 10 popular phrases amongst quitters in sales. Hi, this is Alan Meyer. I'm your host at Sales is Easy podcast, a place where we try to simplify and demystify sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and improve your sales results and results and make sales easy. I firmly believe when done by skilled professionals, sales is actually easy. In today's episode, I will cover 10 popular phrases among quitters in sales. And uh, in the last 15 years, I was lucky to deliver my sales training globally on all six continents in 42 different countries. And uh, <laughs> I noticed actually the vocabulary, no matter the language, vocabulary is very similar with the sales people who are not successful in their job. And uh, today I will try to name 10 popular phrases that I hear, not just in North America or Europe, I heard them also in South America as the reasons why things are not working well, even in Asia. And uh, so uh, I hope uh, you will not recognize yourself among, <laughs> you will not recognize yourself uh, as the person who's saying these phrases. If you do, let me know what you're saying and what you do to actually overcome this kind of language that uh, you may be uh, saying to yourself. So let's dive into today's podcast and please subscribe to the Sales is Easy podcast. We bring some cool topics like resilience, mental toughness, grit, perseverance, among usual sales stuff like how to handle objections and how to find new customers and how to create interest in the customer side. But in today's topic, I would really like to talk about the language that quitters use and what to do about it. So life has a way of always making us doubt ourselves. And if in sales, you're very familiar with the challenges and with the negativity that comes from customers not doing what they promised to do or not being able to push customers to the next stage. And it can rattle you until you feel like you simply cannot go on. And that is probably the reason why we often feel the only way to survive in this crazy sales world is to just stop working towards our goals. The hope for progress, for growth and success just dwindles until you decide throwing in the towel and that's the best decision you can actually make. Or simply going through motion, like one of my, one of my colleagues told me, look at that guy, 20 years in sales, he thinks he knows everything, but what he's actually doing, he learned everything on year one and then now he's repeating everything for 19 years. No growth, no progress, no promotion, nothing, uh, average success, he's just going through the motion. He gave up many, many years ago. I hope you're not like that. The art of giving up is one 
our minds learn over the years by meeting challenges with our customers and being subjected to constant failure and constant disappointments. Customers, colleagues, companies disappoint us, right? And sometimes we get to a point where we just conclude it's easier to let go now and deal with the pain of losing later. So, you know, chasing the low-hanging fruits that salespeople do. Because if it's too hard to do it, who's going to do all of these steps, right? You know, if, I'd rather find somebody who's uh, semi-interested and try to get them on board and that's it. Then, you know, going through deal to dealing with customers who are complicated and challenging situations and then I will not at the end I will not succeed. So why do I need this pain, right? Repeated thoughts of quitting end up mapping a pattern in salesperson minds. And we get hammered into the irresistible cycle of giving up when challenged or when we meet the smallest huddle in our path. In the mind of a quitter, the words perseverance, persistence, and determination, they become foreign language. Perseverance, what's that, right? In the face of any adversity in sales, the viable choice for quitters will always be to give up. Or pretend or you know have a mouth full of yeah yeah we're gonna work on this and we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and you know that she's just uh you know putting a <laughs> lipstick on a pig or just saying things that they feel like managers or colleagues sh- should uh, actually hear from them as a director of sales i heard many excuses i've been there throughout my early stages of sales career i heard i created <laughs> all the re- all the reasons and uh you know, it's simply either you have a result or, or excuse. That's it. But when the mind is infested with the quitting, with this quitting bug, it automatically loses its fluidity and your mind becomes static and you actually don't have a growth mindset at all. You have a fixed mindset. I'm sorry to say that. But it stops dreaming or looking beyond what you think are your capabilities. And that's the scary thought. Let me repeat this. When you have this quitting bug within you, you lose your fluidity. Your mind becomes static or actually you have a fixed mindset and you stop dreaming. And what's the worst than a person who lost all his or her dreams, right? Failure, just like success, can be predictable. You will not believe it, right? Yeah, I can. I could predict my team results easily because just from the conversations with my team members. Our actions and efforts determine the kind of result we are most likely to obtain. Once you have chosen to take the easy road, you automatically become a failure at whatever it is you were working on. Keep in mind that failing is not the worst thing that could happen to someone in sales. If you fail once, try again next time, right? And you will have a double chance of succeeding. However, once you quit, you already reached the end of the line. So, quitters in sales, they have their own language. They speak in excuses as they try to justify their choices. And here are some of the most common phrases among quitters in sales that you waited for. First one I heard many times, what if I fail? The fear of failure paralyzes you, me, everybody. Thoughts of disappointments and shame hinder us from persistently working on that deal in front of us and also on working on our dreams. What, what dreams we have for our career in sales. The only way to get over the fear of failure is to look at a failure as an opportunity to learn and to be proactive. You have to understand that in every path to success in sales, risk-taking plays a major role as well. 
and career in sales or life in itself. Life also is a risk. So do not let the fear of failure turn you into a quitter in sales. Next one is, I do not have the time now. This statement goes around a lot among quitters in sales. In the face of adversity, when the customers uh, are challenging salespeople big time, in the f- when they face adversity, when their goals and dreams are being challenged as an escape plan, quitters in sales, they try to lessen the blow before it comes by convincing themselves there is not enough time to accomplish what we are trying to do and uh, they lack the patience and, and they lack the perseverance to keep trying and to keep investing time on the task in question, on that customer in front of you, to dedicate enough time to overcome the challenges, to explain all the pros and cons, or just you know continue fighting the good fight. They have excuse, I don't have the time now. I have to work on 10 other things. No, not really, but okay. Uh, phrase number three, there is no reason to go on. I heard this many times. Our competitors are already in, they already sent a proposal, and they, or we are, we are, they're already there. They set up the show a few years ago. We need to fight against them, and it's going to be extra hard. So often when things do not go our way, life throwing us curveballs and punches to the face, our customers are beating us down, and you know we feel disappointed, we lose hope but we must still find the reason to go on. We need to keep trying because unlike quitters in sales, winners always have a reason for getting back up and giving it yet another shot. As long as the customer doesn't tell me, Alan, I don't want to hear from you specifically, I'm following up. I'm chasing the customer. As long as they don't say, right, I'll deal with anybody but you, okay, that's a, that's a personal reason. But why giving up if there is a slight chance of, of a slight chance to close the deal? If I still have opportunity open, even if they love my competitors, I don't care. It's my fight. I'm fighting it, so I have a reason to go on. One phrase you will not hear verbalized very often, but people feel it. Salespeople feel it. I'm not good enough for this, and this is uh, imposter syndrome. When uh, some people think I need to fake it to make it, but deep down they don't feel like faking it or they're not good enough, they're not qualified to do this. So these feelings of inferiority and low self-esteem are the main reason why salespeople choose to give up fighting for what they believe in. They actually, when customers complain, they they side with the customer and say, yeah, you're right, and they give up. Quitters in sales, they often compare themselves to other colleagues, other salespeople, and then conclude they are less talented and less skilled than the other person, and deep down, they actually already gave up. That's not good, right? So let's move on to phrase number five. I'm not smart enough. Of course, nobody's going to admit that publicly. But the ultimate power of our species is the ability to learn. Let me repeat this. We can learn. Nobody's born with everything. We can learn. We can grow. We can acquire as much knowledge as we deem necessary to accomplish any task at hand. You don't know how to handle objections? Learn how to handle objections. You don't know how to be more resilient and not giving up easily? Guess what? Listen to podcasts like this one. Get the book, get the mentor, get the coach, anything. Learn it, you know? And once you put your mind to it, there are no limitations and impossible ceases to exist. In sales quitter's mind, it's impossible to learn and acquire the skills and knowledge required to complete the deal, to finish the task they started. 
but it's all in the mind. And I had podcast on the topic of uh, fixed and growth mindset and fixed growth mindset people. You know, I was not born with this and that's it, right? I'm not talented to do sales. Well, I was not either, but guess what? I learned and I think I'm a decent salesperson. So, you know, just ask yourself, what else can I learn? And ABC, always be curious. Always learn new things without somebody pushing you for the next training. You do it by yourself. Phrase number six, I cannot find motivation or inspiration. This is a hard one, right? If you lose deal after deal after deal, your motivation is just going down. Most times, salespeople end up giving up due to lack of motivation, lack of inspiration. And that's actually a question, a problem with the leadership as well. If your leaders are not inspiring you, it's going to be much harder to go through days, right? If they give up, you will give up easier, right? But if you have, uh, it comes in my mind, one P I worked for 20 odd years ago. He was not just motivated, he was inspiring all of us. Like we would go, I would go today through fire for this guy because he was honest with us and he was pumping us in the right way. And we were motivated to, to do things because he gave us overview of the market, of the situation, our positioning. And, and just the whole stimulation to keep us going on, it was really right. But it's not wrong to get the push from the outside, but your whole will to accomplish what you started should not be hinged on some extremely motivation, like uh, outside motivation. Let the push come from inside of you. Find the right reasons why you want to do that particular thing, why you want to grow, why you want to become a manager, director, executive, or why you want to change the company, whatever it is, what's important to you. And then when you find the right reason, it's going to be easy to accomplish it. When things go sideways, you always have your motivation with you. You don't need outside motivators, outside push other people. It comes from within you. Point number seven, maybe it's not meant for me. Well, then go and do something else. Right? Don't be in sales. Sorry, bad joke. But uh, when your mind is harboring the quitting bug, bug, it's easy for you to blame it all on fate, the belief that what's meant to be yours will be yours. You forget that even for that which is meant for you, you other work towards it. And instead of working hard to accomplish your goal, some people use fate as an excuse to quit. Uh, you know, one guy told me, you know, I have, I'm not lucky. I had the worst territory from North American market. And a few weeks, actually a few months later, the guy who was running another territory quit. And I, I switched this guy to that territory, which was one of the best territories in, in, our, in our market. And guess what happened two months later? I'm not lucky again, right? No, you don't know what you're doing because if you're not lucky in one territory, okay, right? But if you switch to another and still you're not lucky, guess what? Maybe it's you, right? So saying that uh, it's all about not having excuses, a fate, luck or something else, ask yourself, am I qualified? If not, what can I do to improve my knowledge, my product knowledge, my sales knowledge, my market knowledge, my customer knowledge, anything to grow, to try to be a part with my customers, to handle the difficult customers, to be resilient when the obstacles come. And you know in sales, there are always going to be obstacles, right? And then how can you fight a good fight? Phrase number eight, no one understands what I'm going through, so they cannot help. My managers cannot understand how challenging this is, although it's repeated in each and every territory, but no, 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 my manager cannot get it, right? Well, novelty is somewhat an illusion under the sun. Whatever you're doing or you are going through, someone has been there before. 
I learned so many things from many books, from people who've been through challenges I was witnessing. And, you know, you learn from, from other people through books, through podcasts, through mentoring, through coaching, through, through training, anything, right? Because in moments when you feel like you cannot do it anymore, you have to find a helping hand or somebody to avoid quitting. And this includes your manager, maybe. This includes your leaders, even your customers. You can ask, hey, you know, help me understand what's happening here. Anything, anything right? So find somebody was there before. So, you know, don't lie to yourself. Nobody understands what you're going through. Phrase number nine, they are doing better than I am. And when you compare yourself with your colleagues, that's fine. Yes, it's totally normal. But comparison often births dissatisfaction. We start looking down on our personal effort and what we can do when we cross-reference with the next person. The only person you can compare yourself with is you. The only person you should compare yourself with for growth is you. Compare yourself with, uh, with you a year ago, two years, five years ago. Look where you are. If you don't see any growth, what's stopping you from growing? What's stopping you from reaching the level of success you think you desire? Is it your laziness? You don't want to grow by, by learning? You don't want to learn anything? You think you know everything? Well, guess what? Go back and check the, the podcasts I have. I, few, I had a few podcasts on growth versus fixed mindset. Check it out. Maybe you'll find out something useful for you. And the last but not least, uh, phrase number 10, I am too tired. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but who isn't, right? Life drains us, pandemic drains us, uh, wars around the world drains us, uh, negative news, uh, cost of living, kids, relationships, husbands, wives, everything, life drains us sometimes, but that shouldn't mean we should let go. Be patient with yourself get to rest take a break go for a beer go for a walk you know spend some quality time with your friends call your family member you didn't speak with for a long time anything and then get back at it there are no excuses so just to summarize uh, there are 10 phrases i heard very often among quitters in sales and these are the 10 of them let me know if you recognize yourself in one of them or two or more and what you did when you recognize this or what advice you have for other listeners and I'll feature your answer in the upcoming podcast. What if I fail? Phrase number one. I do not have time now. There is no reason to go on. I'm not good enough for this. I'm not smart enough. I cannot find motivation or inspiration. Maybe it's not meant for me. No one understands what I'm going through so they cannot help. Or they're doing better than I am. Or I'm too tired. When, you, when I listen to myself now, listening, actually listening all these 10, 10 uh, phrases, <laughs> it's so easy to give up. If you repeat this to, to yourself on a regular basis, these 10 things, you give up, not tomorrow, today. It's hard. I understand. Sales is hard. But sales can be easy when you learn how to overcome setbacks, how to grow your resilience, how to fix your fixed mindset to become, uh, to have a growth mindset, how to stay persistent, how to grow your resilience and mental toughness and grit, then and only then you can reach the level of success you desire. And that's why I'm here to help you with that. I can only say, let me know, subscribe to this podcast, let me know what you think, what phrases you are saying to yourself or you were saying to yourself and then you changed and you 
reached a certain level of success. I'll be more than happy to hear your good and bad stories. This is Alan Meyer for Celsius Easy Podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, remember one big thing. Sales is easy if you know what you're doing. Happy selling. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Cast. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast. ElectroCast.